Welcome to episode one of Horsing Around with Tori, Haley, and Jen. I'm Tori Coward. I'm Haley Shearer. And I'm Jennifer Montanetis. Yeah, we are all students at Harlem College, and we are currently taking the Abnormal Psychology course. Today's topic is OCD. When you hear OCD, what typically comes to mind? For many, they tend to visualize the media's portrayal in movies and TV, with the disorder being just germaphobes or overly paranoid individuals. The term OCD is thrown around so much that I personally have met several people that thought the acronym stood for obsessive cleaning disorder. Although excessive cleaning or checking are symptoms for some individuals with OCD, the media's portrayal does not give a proper depiction of the disorder. OCD is not obsessive cleaning disorder. OCD stands for obsessive compulsive disorder, which is an anxiety disorder in which people have a hard time with recurring unwanted thoughts, ideas, or sensations. These are known as obsessions. These obsessions make them feel driven to do something repetitively, which are the compulsions. The repetitive behaviors, such as hand washing, checking on things, or cleaning, can significantly interfere with a person's daily activities and their social interactions. That was found on psychiatry.org. There are some similar disorders that need to be clearly separated from OCD, and they're also very comorbid. These are mostly anxiety disorders, such as separation anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, and specific phobias. All of these disorders share features of excessive fear and anxiety, as well as related behavioral disturbances. But there is also major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, ADHD and ADD, dating and eating disorders, and anyone on the autism spectrum. There are some disorders that are separate, but still OCD related, and that is tic disorders and Tourette's, body dysmorphic disorder, hoarding disorder, hair pulling disorder, and skin picking disorder. These are found on beyondocd.org. We're going to be discussing some of the myths and misconceptions about OCD and why these are incorrect and possibly dangerous. The first one that I'm going to be talking about is that people with OCD love keeping things neat and organized. Raise your hand if you've ever heard someone playfully say, I'm so OCD, while organizing their desk or cleaning their room. In many ways, this is equivalent of saying, I'm such a cancer patient because you feel like staying in bed all day. Or, I'm so anorexic because you chose to avoid dessert after dinner. People with OCD might have cleanliness rituals, but they don't enjoy them. They keep things clean and organized because otherwise they will experience crushing anxiety. They have a fear that something bad might happen. Then again, it's also important to remember that not everyone with OCD has compulsions related to cleanliness. As Tori stated at the beginning, People assume that OCD stands for Obsessive Cleaning Disorder, which brings us down to our second myth. OCD is just about cleaning, hand washing, and being a quote-unquote a germaphobe. OCD is a heterogeneous disorder. In other words, it manifests differently in each person. In fact, only a portion of individuals with OCD are afraid of germs or have compulsions related to keeping themselves and their world clean. Common fears or obsessions in people with OCD include fear of germs or contamination, committing a sin, harming themselves or others, fear of a loved one dying, fear of certain numbers, colors, words, etc., and fear of being a sexual predator. People with OCD perform rituals to mitigate the anxiety associated with their obsessions. These are known as compulsions. Common compulsions in people with OCD include counting, repeating certain movements, hand washing, praying, ordering or arranging things in the right way, hoarding, and tapping or touching objects. These symptoms vary from individual to individual and can even change over the course of a person's lifetime. Now, for the third and final myth, 
When a person has OCD, it's obvious. How many of you have encountered someone with OCD? Although it may be hard to believe, you've likely encountered many individuals with OCD and you just haven't realized it. Uh, people with OCD, they're often able to hide or suppress their symptoms while they're out in public, especially if they're receiving the proper treatment. A question that I had that may come up for many of you is what is the typical course of development of the disorder? In most cases, OCD can be successfully treated with medication, CPT, which is cognitive therapy, or both. Cognitive behavioral therapy is exposure and response sessions. So a clinician will help an individual learn to identify and modify their responses to those obsessive thoughts that cause their anxiety or compulsive behaviors. With the ongoing treatment, many people can achieve long-term relief from their symptoms and return to normal or near-normal functioning. Without treatment, individuals may at times have lessened intensity of symptoms, but they will likely be dealing with this chronic illness lifelong. What are the known or potential risk factors for this disorder? Well, there's family history. If anyone in your family has anxiety disorders or OCD specifically, you are much more likely, as well as people who have experienced trauma or very stressful life events. And then obviously, if you have any other mental health disorders, especially any in the anxiety category. So a question for you guys. When do you think OCD begins? Or when do you think the symptoms start to surface? Well, PhD Jonathan Abramowitz states, it typically starts between 18 and 25, but it can begin at any time. I've met kids as young as six or seven years old with it. It's less likely to show up for the first time the older you get, except when women become pregnant and deliver babies, there are greater risks for developing OCD symptoms. The reported prevalence rate is only about 2.2 million Americans over the age of 18 have a diagnosed form of OCD, according to the National Institutes of Health. That is equivalent to about 1% of the population of American adults. Wrapping up, today we discussed what OCD was and the other disorders similar and comorbid. We busted myths and talked about the epidemiological statistics. If you have any questions about our podcast, contact Dr. Andrew White, email whiteac at hiram.edu, office base 215. Thanks again for listening. This is Jen signing out on Horsing Around with Tori, Haley, and Jen.